There's a well-known uh, kind of a modern parable uh, in religious circles where a man is walking along by a cliff and through a precarious gust of wind uh, he gets blown off the side of the cliff and he's falling down, falling down, falling down, grappling onto whatever he can find and he grabs onto a root and he's swinging there on the side of the cliff holding onto this root for dear life. His life flashing before his eyes and so he roars at the top of his lungs is there anybody up there? Is there anybody up there? And there's no reply. So he calls all the louder. Is there anybody up there? And a voice comes from heaven. I am here, my son. And he says, uh, can you help me up? And he says, I can help you. I require one thing of you, though. Let go of the branch. And the man is dangling there, holding onto the branch. Is there anybody else up there? <laughs> At times when the Lord proposes a solution, uh, our reaction can be disbelief. Our reaction can be maybe even mistrust. Our reaction can be, well, to be honest, I, I, I see where you're coming from, but I have a solution that I'm pretty sure will work better, if that's okay with your divine self, uh, selves. Uh, I'll, uh, I might just work this one out for myself. If you could just help me with my plan, that'd be, I think, better than me trusting in your plan. Over uh, the last couple of days, we've been away up and down Patrick um, and Ardlass and yeah, the, the sites associated with St. Patrick up in the north of Ireland. Uh, and then we pilgrimage with the, with the group here. On the way up, we stopped into uh, an activity centre and one of the activities there is what they call uh, the leap of faith. So it's a pole, it's like a basic telegraph pole, about, I'd say about 10 metres, about 30 feet high. So you you're, you're, you're braced in, so you're, you're, you're tied on, so you can't actually really hurt yourself. Uh, so you climb up along, climb up the pole, then there's a little platform about yay big at the top of the pole. So you have to stand on the edge of the pole and then jump and grab what's basically a trapeze at, how far would it be? Two and a half, three metres, it's not very far really. Uh, but um, you have to jump, you have to jump for it. Uh, now I say you're strapped in. If you miss, the brace will, will, will catch you, and you have to be let down. By the even if, you, even if you do catch it, you still have to be let down. So it's all very, very safe. But standing at the top, you still have to overcome that fear, or that uh, uncertainty, or that uh, desire for control. I mean, you're standing there, and it's by the way, it's wobbly. It's fairly wobbly up on top of the pole. It wobbles quite a bit. So you're just focusing on the job, just focusing on the trapeze. Uh, and then just launch and grab. Um, but, but there is that moment, I think, it passes through or passed through all of our minds. Oopsie. <laughs> that moment where you think, ah, this, is, this is kind of a bit crazy. What if, you know, what if things go wrong? What if things break? What if I fall? What if I miss? What if all these things? It's called the leap of faith. It's called the leap of faith because it takes a small bit of faith to take that jump, even though we know you're tied in, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. The rope has you. The instructor below can control your descent. It's all okay. In our spiritual lives, in our uh, walk with the Lord, <coughs> it can be difficult to understand or believe that the Lord knows us and that the Lord will take care of us. I heard a story recently about uh, a man who, a priest who worked in a seminary. And um, 
he asked the seminarians, so do you want to be, do you want to be good seminarians? They said, yeah. And then he spoke to one. He said, are you a good seminarian? And he said, I, I, think, so. I think so. I'm trying. He said, good. That's not enough, though. You're not called to be a good seminarian. You're called to be God's seminarian. Because good can be very comfortable. Good can be comfortable. Whereas if you're God's, if you belong to God, that's very different. That can require more of you. That requires you giving more of yourself away. That requires, dare I say, giving your heart away. That requires trust. Being good, we can still maintain practically everything and just take a few nice boxes on the outside. Being God's, I have to be careful of that because that's a G-O-D apostrophe S, not G-O-D-S. Being God's, being God's. You get it? So belonging to God, belonging to God uh, is, is very, very different to just being good. But all this will hang on trust. Do I trust him? Do I trust him? In today's reading, today's gospel, we have the story of Bartimaeus, who calls out to the Lord despite the shushing and the impediments put in the way by the crowd. He calls all the louder, Son of David, Jesus, have pity on me. And Jesus, not only does he see the blind man, he knows the man's heart. He knows what Bartimaeus has suffered. He sees also the reaction of the crowd to him, where initially they're trying to say, shush, 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 don't mind, don't, don't, he won't be interested in you, he's got more important things to do, don't be getting in his way. But he won't, he won't be quiet. Like he, he, In a way, he has no alternative. He's no... He's nowhere else to go, so he just calls all the louder. Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And then Jesus says to the crowd, the same crowd now that got in the way, call him here. So they call the blind man. Courage, they said. Get up, he is calling you. So he throws off his cloak, he jumps up and goes, jumps up, love that, and goes to Jesus. Jesus spoke, what do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? Bartimaeus spoke from the cross. He spoke from a place of need. He spoke from a place of suffering. He spoke from a place where he recognized his inability to resolve this. He recognized his smallness. He spoke from a place of humility. And he comes to the Lord, and the Lord looks at him, knows him, knows his heart, knows his past, knows his wounds, knows his insecurity and the, the rejection that he has experienced, knows all of that, and asks him, what do you want me to do for you? Will we trust the Lord with our hearts? Will we trust the Lord with our hearts? Will we trust him with our needs? Will we trust him to resolve the situations of our lives? Will we call out to him with trust? Will we hand over the reins? Lord Jesus, I believe. Help my unbelief. Amen. 
The following is a special appeal by Father Patrick Cahill. Dear brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us uh, for these homilies on YouTube or whatever podcast media you're listening to us on. Uh, it's a great privilege to be able to serve you all in this way. Uh, if I could ask you please to pray for us here in Holy Family Mission. We're heading into our eighth year of uh, faith formation for the young people who are attending here. And it's a great gift and privilege to be able to work here. But we would ask if you would pray for us and pray for all of our intentions here as well, that we can continue this work. And if you feel the Lord is in any way calling you or asking you to support us financially, we would greatly appreciate that too. So if you go onto our website, holyfamilymission.ie, there's a donate button there, and we'd greatly appreciate uh, your donations so that we can keep this work going. Uh, It does, unfortunately, cost uh, a bit to run this place, so uh, we greatly rely on our benefactors. And, of course, we pray for all of our benefactors' needs, especially on Wednesday, the day traditionally dedicated to St. Joseph, the father of all providence. So thank you so much uh, in advance for your prayerful support and also for those who are able to uh, uh, assist us financially. We are immensely grateful. God bless you.